Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. Welcome to New Churros, we about to drop. I like to take things easy, nice and slow. Nothing better, get some wetter, so let's start the churros. Let's go. Just go, get it over with. Eat the sticky rock. Go so I can mute you. Hello and welcome to the Eat Tacticas podcast. We oh sh- I forgot. Did you want to do the intro? I forgot to ask. I'm sorry. Do you want to do the intro? You guys had like over fifty percent possession last night, didn't you? How many trophies is that? Per, per, per possession points per. Uh, how many trophies do you get per percentage of possession? Keep it going. Keep it nah, going. that's it, man. I'm I'm Keep just I'm just happy because enjoy I, this. I have no idea how this podcast is gonna go. Are you gonna hit me with salt? Are you gonna hit me about referee controversy? Are you gonna hit me about tactics? I'm I'm prepared for anything. I'm just I'm I'm I have multiple guns in the holster, ready to go. I have a shield. I have <laughs> Na- Diego is so happy. He's rolling churros on his end too. <laughs> I have you from that's, all angles. That's a good light. That's the, too way much. to lighten the mood. So I'm prepared. I have multiple weapons. I can I can put out. I can bring out the bazooka. I can bring out the grenade. Churros. I can what whatever I'm gonna hit me with it. What are you gonna hit me with first here? Referee. Uh, I don't know. No, 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 no. Not necessarily. No, let's not start there. Let's uh, let me congratulate you guys first of all Thank for you. Uh, Thank you. winning a Clásico, deservedly so, uh, by all stretch of the imagination. Madrid was the better better team on the night. You guys deserve to walk away with the three points. And that's uh, not enjoy, salty enough. Enjoy. No, we'll get to the salt. There's right. obviously. There's some goodness in there's some saltiness, salt sprinkles in these churros. Do not well, fear not, fear not. You said the you're, impo- you're, sorry, yeah, go ahead. Well, just that you said off the bat that Real Madrid deserved to win and were the better team. So I just don't know how on much how salty you can get on the on the night. Not overall, they're not better overall on the night. Of course not. The reigning the reigning champion of La Liga in Europe and the team that just beat us and is now in first place. Couldn't possibly be better than us. No chance, right? No chance. We'll judge at the end of the season. Fair point. But, you know, we analyze what we have, we know right now. So That's right. So on the night, you guys were definitely better. Okay. Um, I mean, I look, I, I, the last time uh, I was on this podcast, it was uh, a very uh, somber affair. Yes. Uh, I wanted to approach this one different, even though the mood is, make no mistake, very somber. Uh, so I'm sure part of partial a part of our listeners uh, will get a kick out of that. Uh, well, Maridisa yes, loved pretty, you. I'm feeling after the patron episode, deflated, the the uh, defeated, deflated, both yeah, defleeted. 
defeated. <laughs> but um, you know, I am gonna approach this one from a different angle. I'm, I'm happy for you, Kian, that your curse in the Bernabeu of watching Madrid lose Clásicos has come to an end. Oh, that's true. I never, I forgot about right? that. Yeah. And I thought it was gonna get worse. I, it, it was fun. Uh, the, the Churros Twitter was was account. I thought it was fun, and. Um, it was a night where I thought you guys were going to walk away with an historic one, to be really honest. I'll be quite frank. I thought it was going to get worse. I didn't expect us to actually be within a shot to tie the game down the stretch and uh, yeah. pull a pull a hair on my jean. I don't know. It was, it was, I got my hopes up a little bit before Eddie Garcia stomped on Rodrigo. Gosh, Rodrigo, go. So you guys did get your penalty call. So that's good. I'm happy about that. Um, you know. VAR took the time to review that. That was nice. It's good. As they as they as they were supposed to. Well, well look, it's exactly. it's was it the hope For that killed you? Hope, but... The hope that was it the hope that killed you? The late the late push. Uh no, look, I I I'll say this. What killed me was really I feel conflicted about this. I feel in one way that in the first half we saw even when we went 1-0 down, Barca sort of stay f- true to their idea. And um, if, if you allow me to say, you and the listeners, control the game. I thought that we did uh, manage to control, take control back after having gone down. And I felt like, quite confident that we, with a chance, with a good chance, we're going to get something. It was uh, Rafinha, obviously, early on, trying to test the goalkeeper, similar to how he scored his goal in, in, in Vegas, right from outside the box. Xavi also talking about how he wants this team to be more daring, more more aggressive, and shoot from long range. Of the 20 goals that we've scored, zero have been outside the 18-yard box. It's a pretty uh, telling stat. So, um, But then, uh, you know, what was it? Minute... 35? No. That was a 2-0 35, right? 32, 35, something like that. I don't remember. It was. Okay. But anyway, the first goal. You would expect Busquets to foul, right? He sort of commits halfway. He doesn't. Kroos sends Vinny off running. Uh, uh, um, Classic counterattack. Good block. But then Benzi comes in and, you know, leaves, obviously, uh, uh, Ter Stegen chanceless on on the rebound. Great goal. Um, And... I mean, look, already there, I can start pointing fingers, you know, and on, on that play, as in like, you know, if, if you expect players to maybe be more committed to an action, to a, to stopping that play, as opposed to sending uh, the most dangerous man right now in, 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 in La Liga, in Spanish football, on uh, the left flank, off running, because Vinny, Vinny, we know how dangerous he is. Okay, he didn't score the goal, but he did obviously you know, just leaped into transition where all of the my, our entire defensive line were, were tracking him and chasing him down. Uh, so then what? Then the two nil, Valverde, right? Yes, and um, yeah, there, there, my my heart basically started to sink. I was like, man, we're not taking advantage of. Our, the possession that we have. Um, I felt that we had penalty calls that didn't go our way. Absolutely. Uh, but that's a reoccurring thing, which quite frankly, and here comes your sprinkle of salt. It's uh, worrisome for any Barca fan to see that we're not getting any penalty calls at the moment. Zero. Not one. Neither in La Liga nor, nor Champions League. When we could have, have easily gotten a handful uh, at this point. Yeah, but so, that's not your problem. Well, it is because it's it's a, it directly affecting us. We're not able to hold on to the top spot in La Liga because of it. Had it gone that's one, not one, why you can't no. hold on to the top spot in La Liga is not because you didn't get penalty calls, which li- are debatable, by the way. Well, I I think they're not debatable. Well, no, some not all of them. As in, like for example, Dembele against Bayern, we was a clear penalty. I felt that the like hip shove as well on Lewandowski not the elbow but the hip shove was enough contact we've seen those calls um, you know those plays get called in other games with other teams 
So why not now? Why don't why don't they even review it on VAR? On VAR. VAR is not being used. What's neither against Inter, neither against Bayern, neither now. And it's a reoccurring thing that if your Kule is worrisome. Now you can take that as you will. And we can argue that, but the different plays. But that's not a specific Kule thing. That's that, that's one that's referees suck everywhere no. equally for everybody. I don't know about that. Yes, man. Come on. How many penalties have you called? Have you guys you, got, gotten you, called so far this season? You, Do you know? You put out. You put out. I don't know the answer to that. But you put out. Uh, not off the top of my head, anyway. But you, but you retweeted a thing on Churros, a compilation one from these, one of these Barca, Barca accounts, who anonymous just Twitter trolls, a compilation of of Real Madrid um, decisions that the referee has given them, and. Acting as if that's just a thing. Like which, every which single our, our, team. Our followers loved, by the way. <laughs> Sorry, my microphone malfunctioned. Every single no. team could have that compilation. You could make that exact same thing for Barcelona. You could make that exact same thing for Atletico Madrid and go on and on and on. I can hear you. Can you Sorry, hear me? I think my headphones were unplugged or something like that. But No, I unplugged mine. Oh, okay. Because I heard your voice became all static and robotic. Yeah, yeah, I heard hear my own voice getting static too. But I think it was because I had oh. a loose cord, but I fixed it. Yeah. Okay. Um. So what I said was... You compilation can, you can make about Barca. You can make that compilation about any team. Any team. There's no conspiracy. There's nothing. It doesn't... It's no existe. It's nothing. I don't I don't want to go into it. In, 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 in respect to our audience. Why did I retweet that? Is because um, I don't want to get into it. You can call me a salty Barca fan. Fine. It's been too many years where I've been seeing a reoccurring thing, and, and you can say, you know, it's it's it, the, the, the small teams suffer the most. You can say I just don't think that certain teams have a claim. As again, I don't want to go. Into Diego, it. that classical when Varan had in the camp, no, when Varan had his leg stomped on twice in the box and had a bloody leg and there was no call. We, I, we did not talk, but we did not talk about the referee after that one because I didn't feel like okay. the need, the need to, but, but, I, but like you can can't say like, okay, well that classical okay. was not a conspiracy, but this one was. Okay, fine. Listen, I'll, I'll put it this way. Why would it, you be held accountable or, or why would, in that case, we're taking your scenario, right? Valverde gets uh, stomped on twice. He has a bloody... Baran. Uh, eh, Baran, sorry. You pointing out that that should have been a penalty is pointing out the obvious. It's it's a call that should have been called, reviewed and called, and didn't get called. Why is that sort of deemed as, as whether petty, call it petty, call it salty, call it, you know, finding excuses? That automatically has an outcome on the game, you had I don't, a play that, there, but that right? I don't dispute. What I dispute is that uh, it's you, buddy. Yeah, I know. Sorry. What I dispute is that um, I'm saying that everyone. The, I'm saying that the ref sucks. Yeah, that should have been a vale. penalty. Vale. But I'm not saying that this is like against us. Is what I'm saying. Okay. Or against. Okay, you. I get what you. I get your point. You're yeah. saying it. It just. It's bad luck on the day. There's no further conspiracy. There's not a hunt or pursuit to uh, uh, damage. Let's say or, or um, hurt one team specific. There's two two. No. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And now and and, and hinder, I, let's say yeah, this is what's hinder. annoying is that you know all of a sudden now oh, okay now Laporta has his excuse. It's not the project that failed. I can go down to the referee's locker room now because this happened. Now all of a sudden it's a distraction to what the actual issues at Barcelona are. And that like you, hey, you lost listen, against Inter listen, Bayern listen, and Real listen. Madrid okay. playing a certain okay. brand of football. And this Xavi is statistically worse than any of your three managers now. And is this actually going in the right direction? Mm -mm. That now now you have your distraction. Like, okay, that's not the problem. Our football is not the problem. The problem is that Man, no, there's what, plenty of self-criticism. Everyone there's is against us. There's plenty of self-criticism. Right. Uh, La Porta going down uh, to chat to referees is something that presidents have done in the past. It's not stupid like, every uh, time. <laughs> okay, stupid. stupid every time, but it's happened. Florentino has got walked down also to uh, face confront uh, I referees. I didn't know that. As but have okay. managers in, in, in of Real Madrid in the past. So, uh, look. A president's going to look out 
Force Club and whether that's by deflecting sort of the attention a certain way. I don't think too much has been made of this anyway. I think, like I said, there's plenty of self-criticism going on. It's just that when you're literally seeing that the club is on the line, the finances are on the line, there's a lot of pressure currently in this situation uh, and things are not going our way. Now, part of that problem is what is happening or not happening on the field. Xavi needs to, or the team needs to improve, right? Xavi needs to get his message across better. Uh, there's a lot left to be desired, and we're going to get into most of that. I mean, we didn't even finish the entire game. It, it went, we ran off now with this, you know, refereeing topic. But uh, well, at least we got it over with. At least we got it over with. And, and uh, yeah. But 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 to just to finish off the point, so there's we're gonna get into all of the tactics and the on the field, um, uh, you know, productivity or lack thereof in in a second. But just to finish this off, I think a president is doing what he has to do, and that's looking out for his team, uh, for his club, for his coach, for his players, and um, and I'm doing the same, you know. And if there is injustices taking place that is not being called consistently now. And because of that, we are not qualifying for, or partially because of that. Let me be clear, partially because of that. Because a penalty, one all would have saved us in Munich. A, 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 a tie in Milan would have saved us in Milan. You know, we wouldn't necessarily be in the predicament that we are in Maybe, today. maybe not. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. Maybe not. But right now we're still in the year of transition, of construction, and we need certain things also perhaps to fall in, in, into our favor or to buy us time or not, you know? And, 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 but the thing is the not, if it's not happening, which is now, it could have massive ramifications on our, on, on our entire club moving forward as well. And you can say, well, that's your own fault for the palancas and the leverages and taking these kind of risks. And, and there we come to, right, the, the conversation that we had in the summer is, is it worth all this risk? Um, how will it affect the club moving forward if certain objectives are not met? And I think not advancing in the Champions League is 35 million, something, uh, I believe I was reading that. So it's not neither club ending or shattering, but it's certainly along with that there there must be you know collateral damage that comes from not qualifying for the Champions League or to the latter stages as well so well yeah whether it's it be not sponsored that... whether it be ticket sales obviously Europa League you know won't won't sell out necessarily as much as the Champions League so yeah well it's not that you'll go bankrupt it's that if it just gets tighter and tighter every year and you don't get the financial projections that you relied on with getting to the Champions League knockout rounds right. and winning La Liga then all of these uh you know, the future signings, the future salary is just going to get tighter and tighter and tighter and tighter and, and more difficult to manage. And again, economic disaster is, is, is how it's being labeled because it, you've, you've literally accounted for that revenue that you're probably not going to get. Which already had been like the, 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 the next round, the round of 16. I think even the round of eights was, I think it was uh, quarterfinals to the budget. Was, yeah, quarterfinals. I don't right. Which is right. round of eight. Yeah. Round of eight. Yeah. <clears throat> um, The whether you so, get so okay, let's go. Move on. Sorry. Whether you get a penalty here and there, and whether or not they were actual penalties, like again, these things, they're the. I I think, I I could be wrong, but my assessment of it was that the, the the Lewandowski one just before the Rodrigo one. I guess to me the difference is that, and if you wanted to argue, I'm not going to say definitively either way, but Rodrigo's was, pretty clear, like he was stomped on. It was and penalty then, straight away, no yeah. doubt about it yeah. when I saw it. Yeah. Whereas the Lewandowski one, it looks like he's on his way down. And then Carvajal comes with the contact after. And that's mm -hmm. probably why Varver didn't review that one. Um, but that aside, maybe you even get a penalty there. Maybe you score it. Maybe you still lose. I don't I don't know. But certainly I think the is there's different issues at play in that for Real Madrid's, from Real Madrid's perspective and Inter's perspective, and you can and Bayern was so long ago now, but from their perspective too, it, it's very predictable to face this Barcelona team. Mm. Try to get the ball to Rafinha and Dembele on the wings, and Real Madrid knew that. And therefore, could you tell me anything that Rafinha and Dembele did last night? Because I can't. 
because Rafinha tried. Rafinha tried, but there wasn't anything really noteworthy. Um, it wasn't until Ansu Fati was by far the bright spot, and I've been screaming for him to be a starter since I don't know yeah. how many weeks now. Yeah, but but I think it's it's just Real Madrid knew that the ball was going to go down those wings, and you guys were trying to put the ball into the box of Lewandowski. And I think from a defensive standpoint, Ancelotti did a good job of limiting all of those um, anything um, in the final third. Where I think your success actually ultimately came was when Pedri started to get going a little bit, finding space, breaking the lines a little bit, and oh, him <laughs> and him breaking the lines a little bit actually got the front three into better positions. And I think there was just not enough from either way because I think Real Madrid covered all those spaces in between the lines really well. And the problem is now, I think, like, okay, so for I'll just tell you my perspective too as a Real Madrid fan looking at this. What, what would terrify me against Barcelona is if Barcelona went into a deeper block and then all of a sudden Dembele had space to attack and transition. I would much rather prefer facing this version of Barcelona, which is just slow in its build-up, and you know where the ball is going at all times. Super time. slow. Super yeah, slow. and so 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 I, I, I actually question the idea of playing this way because I don't know if it actually suits Dembele. It, I think it suits these guys in, in the run-of-the-mill La Liga games, but it does not suit them in big, bigger games where there's limited space to work with. And that's where I think Chavi needs to reinvent the wheel against the Inters, the Bayerns, the Real Madrids. I think it's tough. Tough to play this way. You know you need protein to fuel results, but it's not easy when you're drinking the same bland, chalky shake every day. Stop punishing yourself and get to GNC for the best protein in the game, including all the hottest brands and crave-worthy flavors that'll keep you coming back for more. We're talking protein that legit tastes like cookies, your favorite cereals, indulgent desserts, and more. So bust out of your protein rut and actually look forward to those shakes with unbeatable protein at unbeatable prices. Fuel your fitness with protein at GNC. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Look, there, there was a moment, uh, for example, in the Lewandowski miss, the, the insane, the unthinkable miss. Something Which was would... offside anyway. Was it? Yeah. It, it, it looked like it. But then again, so was uh, Rodrigo. No, he wasn't. The lines are clear. <laughs> the lines are not clear, bro. Yeah, they're clear. They, take, they don't take it from the knee. They no, don't take clear. it from the knee. It's clear. <laughs> Go to the Churros account. All the culés. Spread the word. That was... <laughs> The wrong offside lines being drawn. He was offside. They don't take the line from the knee. It's from the knee down, Kian. That's what it's she okay. said. It's okay. Oh, that's That's a good one. Very nice. Okay, continue your train of thought, Lewandowski. So yes. there were moments there where basically a Dembele would you know cut inside, find the Rafinha out on the wing uh, with. Lewandowski in a position yeah. or favorable, let's say, position where he's not super closely marked. Um, but, you know, that one was offside. I, I think you were right. But um, And that particular play, if I'm not mistaken, I think started from Pedri doing something in midfield and creating space, which in turn created this domino effect that all of a sudden Rafinha had space now. And, mm. and it came it's down Dembele, to Dembele though, uh, um, Dembele, or moving that ball. It's he's cutting in from the outside to the middle, yeah, mm. yeah. But um, not enough of those. Not enough of that, man. No, it, I a hundred percent agree with your slow build-up call. There were moments where, for example, even uh, late in the game, there was a throw-in. Yeah, where instead of just going going for it, like going for the goal, like throwing it in and then turning around and going pretty, you know, gung ho and determined to attack the goal, we started passing it back and, and, and allowing the Madrid defense to set up and organize, you know? And it was like, oh my God, what's going on? What's going on? It was, uh, yeah, not enough uh, assertiveness and uh, determined. 
kind of mentality to to go for the win, you know, or go for the equalizer rather. Again, until Ansu came in, I felt like you know when Ansu came in, it was uh, it changed it. It changed it, and 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 mm, he needs to start. He needs to start there. I want to have a very. I mean, there is no case for Ansu not to be starting mention, uh, matches at this point. There simply is not. I think the plan was just to ease him in, wasn't it? Yeah, but it's 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 now it's he's yeah. got, it, it's, it's about go time. time. It's about time, man. Well, who would you, you drop, know? Rafinha? No, Dembele right now. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I thought I my guess was, and I, I mentioned this in the pod. At least I think that it was going to be Ansu Lewandowski and and Rafinha starting for this one. I kind of felt like Dembele needed a rest because even in that uh, in the game against Inter, you know, the one nil comes thanks to Rafinha's determinedness and like his is you know he, he stays on the ball he chases the ball down and that play the one nil comes from uh, him even though it's Dembele scoring like I, I he's doing a lot of things right in terms of mentality in terms of um you know his attitude his character he's a hard worker like a Gabi let's say like Pedri uh you know he sacrifices for the team and, and i think you need to prize that not because maybe dembele is the better overall player at the moment should he play automatically because i uh, he's been playing a lot of minutes and maybe he needs to rest and it'll do him good to come off the bench a uh, dembele i mean dembele off the benches can be revolutionary you know um so i felt like it had to be ansu and and, and rafinha on the on the wings um, I even had Balde as right back and Alonso actually as left. So, but the, yeah, the central defenders were them. Ari Garcia, you know, that I'm not a hater uh, at all. And uh, I always say that there are many things he did right, does right in a game and certain things where you can fall him, uh, foul him for or fault him for rather and make uh, uh, two separate highlight reels. Good Eric, bad Eric. <laughs> This one in the Clásico was definitely not his best game. I think it definitely hurts him to not have other leaders in the back line too. Like Kunde is still young. Mm. This was his first Clásico. Um, but he was, was good. He was good. And it was at least important for him to be back in the lineup because yeah. I don't know what this would in have looked position. like without him, right? Yeah. In his position. Um, and so, you know, it's it's funny because the, the big matchup we were – like I had – I had written about too was the fact okay like Vinicius behind the defensive line that's the obvious one right mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. where the first goal comes from even the second goal Vinicius is involved in the, in in that as well but we didn't see much of it like it's not like that that didn't happen like eight times you know because when you mentioned uh, you mentioned that um, hold on my mic is going haywire your mic's off again at this point need to upgrade the wires there um, you go so you mentioned that you know when it was 2-0 you your heart sank i mm. think when it was 2-0 maridisas really felt like okay can is this finally the day of yeah. the manita can we get exactly. this exactly but it I wasn't there wasn't much after that no there wasn't no no there wasn't there was like a few scat like there was a lot of like what I, I think we really won the battle was not necessarily like we didn't and the way i I worded it in my article today is that like this Real Madrid team and this goes back to the Champions League too. It's not a team that's going to jab you a hundred times. It's a team that's going to just deliver one or two knockout punches and then be solid the rest of it. Hmm. And so that's kind of what they did in this game. Like there was that Benzema goal that was just allowed for offside, obviously, and then the Rodrigo penalty. But I think where we won the battle was not really in like creating a bunch of chances and running away with it. Was It was in midfield. It was like... I don't know what it must have felt like for you to watch Tony Cruz, who you hate with all your heart, play like that. Like he, no, Cruz was unbelievable. Um, Fede Valverde was unbelievable. Modric was unbelievable. Chuameni did a really good job defensively and was press resistant. I think where we won the battle was just there. Was like after we we delivered the two the two blows, the the midfield worked really hard, and I think that's that's ultimately where we we rolled it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we had a chance to still tie it up uh, late in the game where yeah, Ansu uh, had that missed kick, unfortunately. Um, that was, uh, again, Ansu, man, you know. Everything everything that was happening was thanks to Ansu. And, 
It's it's a clásico that's that's won by Madrid, deservedly so. It's it leaves us in a bad place. Uh, quite frankly, it, it's uh, now we lose. You know, obviously La Liga is still very long, but you drop uh, three points. You drop the being top of the league. Uh, the dynamics right now are just not good. So, uh, you know, you're heading into kind of a World Cup break or not even that. I mean, before that, we still have a mountain to climb with um, Villarreal coming, Atleti Club coming, Villarreal on Thursday, Atleti Club on Sunday, and then Bayern coming on Wednesday. So it's, uh, yeah. it's, it's crazy. We still have a mountain to climb. Um, it's like, and at this point, you're kind of like, I, don't, I can't wait for the World Cup to start. <laughs> You know, uh, it's it's all about this team. This is a massive test for this team's character, uh, how they come back from this. I was hoping that the the Clásico was going to catapult us into a different and more positive dynamic. Obviously, that wasn't the case. Um, I think I've been adamant about that there's a lot of left to desire from what we see from this team. Uh And I, having said that, in the same breath, I'm going to stick to my guns and say, you know, penalty. That that massive shove, man. That ridiculous shove is Carvajal on Dembélé as well. What the fuck is that? That's not a massive shove, What man. What the fuck There's is not that? A that is a penalty shove. each and every nah. single day of the fucking week. That man. is not a massive shove. That you guys insane. are. You got, I love how this just came. Like you couldn't help yourself. It just came back to the referees no, again it, after you were no, doing so like, well. No, man. There's one angle of that. There's only one replay that I've seen, and it's been playing on loop on social media, and you can barely see anything. It's pretty much pixelated. You can't see where Carvajal's <laughs> hand is. If you give me another angle, <laughs> I want to know. Like that could have just been a soft, like anything. Like and and Dembele was falling before that even happened. Like that ball was past him. No, dude. Don't, yeah. No, don't go, Look, no, I, I'm that's not, not true. I'm not going to say it, it wasn't a penalty, but this like just replaying that on rule and, and finding all these little details of how we're the victims is insane to me. I hate it. I hate it so no, much. We're not. I, I just want calls to go our way as well. Like the stomping of Eddie Garcia that, that killed the game. Right when we were looking to equalize, okay, for the equalizer, with Ansu being hot, he's on the field, he's creating all the chances, the goal comes, the 2-1. He almost has that missed kick. There was still, what, like four or five minutes left to play? Fuck that, man. <laughs> should have gotten a penalty. This game should have ended in a tie. There. The better team won. That's all I got to say. Um, I'll admit to that. I'll admit to that as well. Uh, we'll say that. Uh, it was a, a classical, man. I'm like, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a classical. What are you going to do? I was hoping that, and that's why, you know, when we talk about classicals don't matter, they do matter. They matter so much because this loss is more than just a Liga loss. It's a loss against, you know, the eternal rival, uh, that could have even either, like I said, brought, you catapulted us to a whole different dynamic after the disillusion right the disappointment of the champions league where we're hanging by a thread i mean not even it's like uh the thinnest of threads but we're pretty much you know made peace with or not trying to make peace with europa league um i'm telling you there's an there's a scenario on the table where inter lose no, to pilsen and stop. you beat bayern it's Anytime on the table and on then we're going to drop points against shows. elche we're going to drop points against elche next week too next game that's such a classic reamdred behavior To do to drop points after a win like this um how was it for you you were you were it was delightful hey look like i said our, the listeners, can awesome. say, our listeners can say what they want but all i say is the churros twitter account speaks for itself i uh, along with the retweets of you know the robberies i also tweet a lot of other shit that is flattering to you you blanco motherfuckers so chill out you 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 had a lot of goodwill with maridisas after your patron solo podcast where you you went into depression and you said you know this is this sucks and all the maridisas rallied around you like okay you know it was it's a okay diego response. you you lost all that goodwill with tweeting that shit about <laughs> robberies and stuff it's gone they lost sympathy again i i want to thank all of our patrons for that that outpour of uh, loving and care Trust me, I love you, Blancos, okay? It's all love at the end of the day. Got to keep the rivalry up, though, man. By the way, By this, the way this, this whole, whole uh, uh, man, this whole this thing whole about, thing like, about like, all of the... We your cable, bro. You're coming through robotic style. I got to get a new cable. 
You got a new camel. Um, those, the idea that like all of our listeners are only Madridistas. I was tweeting some smack during the Inter game, and all the the Barca fans came at me on the Churros account. You didn't see that? Really? Yeah. No. Yeah. There we go. All right then. So good, that good. myth no, needs to be dispelled. It's. I know we have Kules in the house. There's a lot of Kules in the house. Um, I wanted to ask you. Do you think that Xavi is aware of the actual problems? That's a great question. That is a great, great question. Um, or do you think he believes this is basically working and they're just unlucky? And he's, I don't know, deluded is not the right word, but in the post game, he's talking about we dominated the first half. Da 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 da. But okay. there's a point for that. I mean, dominated as in like, you 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 didn't feel i mean even on and 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 again you know i always listen to the radio i always say this on the podcast i always listen to cadena said which is a madrid based uh, uh uh you know media outlet but they have great uh, obviously also catalan narrators commentators and analysts and stuff so i i list, like listening to them even though knowing that the hosts are are madridistas etc but they were also saying of the you know agreement that barca looked comfortable and in the 2-0 I, I felt like caught everybody off guard in, in, in a way because it felt like yeah like there was something cooking there like there was you know the passing uh, it was slow it was slow but you okay, you, well, you didn't feel an an, uh, uh, an aggressive madrid madrid let's say okay well having a, a good spell and losing 2 nothing at halftime is not domination <laughs> like no, absolutely. Look, and, and I agree. The other with thing the two he said, nil, it felt the two nil was the like you said the second punch and it was a knockout. It was over there, uh, over. I, like the way I saw it too was that like after the one nil, there was definitely a spell where Barcelona looked uncomfortable, and I think you tweeted scared, quote unquote scared. I did, I did. Where there was some bad passes coming and they looked a little bit rattled, Fair. but then impressively they regained themselves. They started yes. to grow into the game again, and then they suffered the two nil. Um, but then Chavi also said another thing, which which they which he said uh, we lost in M Madrid beat us in maturity, but not mm -hmm. intensity, and that made no sense to me either because mm. the in there was zero intensity lacking from Real Madrid. In fact, I would argue there was way more intensity from Real Madrid. But maybe he means his definition of intensity is high press or something. I don't know. In which case, I think he should have said that to avoid confusion. Do you do you think that he's saying this to um, because he doesn't know because he truly believes it to save his own ass? Do you think you, no, you, you I, always I, come up with crazy Chavi statements? I feel whenever he talks, you're very skeptical of the things he says. Uh, yeah, because I think there's a little bit of delusion in there. Forgive me. Yeah, yeah, because I think his view of and and I always feel weird talking about this about one of the greatest midfielders of all time who is infinitely smarter than I am. So I always like to preface it by saying that then if there's anyone you should believe it's Chavi and not me on a microphone on my laptop. But I'm just saying like the way he sees the game, I think is a little bit too glass half full. And it's like, I think he gets caught up in this. We play a certain way. And if we completed this many passes in the final third, it means we dominated and it ignores the rest of the problems that the mm -hmm. team has. Like I'm just not sure you should be holding a high line against Vinicius. I'm I'm just sorry. I'm just not sure that's a, that's an, that's a correct decision. And like this is with with him with him mm -hmm. recognizing and saying that you guys won in maturity, isn't that already enough of a? Well, I don't understand the intensity praise. Part. I'm not sure what he means by that. But I mean, like the guy recognizes that he's the maximo responsable, right? That the should be the number one held accountable for this loss yes, and how it that. occurred. Yeah. He says you guys beat us in maturity. Uh, you know, I don't know all the statements. I think he, you know, he, he, he doesn't take away the win from Real Madrid whatsoever. But for him to try to take some positives out of a very negative situation, he admitted multiple times we're in a very negative dynamic. We need to change this. For him to cling on and instill faith in his players that they were things that they did well, where in his eyes, 
or in his at least statement, he always says in every single press conference, and I, I cover every single one. That's not true. All the pregame ones. Mm-hmm. Um, that he's an optimist. He's a born. He's like, well, I'm an yeah, optimist. I'm an, he says that. that all the time. So for him to take out <laughs> positives in this and praise his team, try to instill some belief in these players who have fucking on Thursday have, you know, the yellow submarine coming to town, then the Basque Lions, and then fucking German giants. I don't really see any problem with this. That's a fair rebuttal. <clears throat> it's fair. Um, I still don't think <laughs> he won the intensity battle either, but that's a different story, I guess. Well, that's something that you guys can talk about. You can. Yeah. Uh, we did. I wrote about it today. I I wrote about it today, and I said you guys you guys want him to admit you guys were we were shit. They were fucking way better. We are we are pieces of shit assholes. We don't deserve nothing. We're I'm gonna crawl back in my cave, a la Madrid. Give him the league trophy already. Give him another Champions League trophy. I'd say I'm going home. I, you know that's what I you, want you guys him. Just want I him want him it like stomped in the ground. I want him to, after the game, to come out on his own will, to come out before I start this press conference. I'd like to admit that we are not more than a club. Ronaldo is the GOAT. Mordic is better than me. <laughs> if one, he says that, I'll die happy. Oh, my God, man. No, I'm kidding. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, I uh, cannot take you serious with that microphone. What look has the shape of a massive cock that you hold in front of your face. I think it was, I think one time, this is not the usual setup for me because today in my, my hotel, uh, uh, there's a, the, the desk is not big enough for me to set the microphone in top with my laptop. So I have to hold it. But when I'm at home, I can put it on top of the, uh, the desk like this right. and I don't have to hold it. You just like, see the like tip of the head. I think it was, uh. <laughs> Matteo Bonetti, who like saw me hold like this once, and he like replied to my Instagram story. He's like, what, "Was that a dildo?" <laughs> no shit. <laughs> I'm not the only one with a twist in mind. Man. That's hilarious. Maybe I shouldn't have said that on there. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Um, okay, so yeah. Uh, oh yeah, this is what I wanted to ask you. Um, All right. Is Barcelona? Is Barca? I can't even word this without getting you into trouble. Is Barcelona right now in a better state? than it was under Kuman. Yes, 100%, without okay. a shadow of a doubt. Now, Kuman had certain players, uh, you know, in his first stint as well. Uh, that's not to say that Xavi doesn't have an array of amazing talent on his squad, of which we expect a lot better, of course. We hold this team, team up to a higher standard um but and 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 we expect uh, you know the best from Xavi and and there's a lot of pressure on him of course because things are as he says in a negative dynamic right now but i know why you ask this question and i know that it's made it's rounds around twitter the comparisons of i think it was mr chip that put it out um 
talking about the that 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 uh, the, the 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 ten coaches or something, the top ten coaches that have coached fifty games uh, with Bas. Chavi is not one of them right now. Uh, I know that that is not entirely true. Neither uh, there's some fuckery going on there. Mister Chip uh, was wrong. Wow. Yeah, and uh, and and I do not. I cannot give the rebuttal now. So the listeners stay tuned. Uh, as I am happy to present it on Twitter, one, but I have it. Uh, I, I was listening to it on the way in, uh, so on the way back from work, I haven't finished it. I think we're in a way better state, Kian. Yes, I, I have much more faith in Chavi's vi- vision uh, than what Kuman had. Uh, I, I felt that with Kuman, there was no. I mean, we heard from players themselves. Pjanic talk about there not being any game plan, no training. Training sessions were, you know, 40-minute training sessions, no intensity, no analysis, uh, you know, pre-game sort of. And he might have, you know, whether we need to take Pjanic's word for it. The thing is, he's not been the only one necessarily that has criticized <clears throat> Barca's um, training practices. And we know with Xavi at least that... Uh, he is meticulous and he's intense and he's on top of his players. He communicates with his players right now. There is probably some even miscommunication going on. Uh, I think we can talk a very long time about which players need to be in the starting 11, which ones don't right now. I think we can have a long conversation about the quote unquote, Baca Sagradas, the veterans, uh, and what their place should or shouldn't, should not be within this tr- team and, and dressing room. Um, and and a whole bunch of, you know, other stuff. And, and of course, listen, and then maybe the number one reason, now the, 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 I think the radical Madridistas might throw shade in my way, the same way that they will do for me bringing in the referee, but injuries, the fact that three of your new signings in defense have been injured for such a long time has most definitely had an effect and you can call it an excuse but the same way with calls not be going our way and i'll make it about barista because that's who i represent and support and watch and love uh the same way injuries have also had an effect and a negative one at that uh on this team and and, and chavi's plans Yeah, I think the injuries didn't help for sure. Um, I I also it is absolutely fair to point that out. I also would say um, based on last night, I don't know if the those injuries to the backline hurt you that much in the grand scheme of things more than the fact that you just weren't able to create enough clear cut chances. I love Eddie Garcia, but Eddie Garcia is arguably our maybe fourth or third choice in central defense. Kunde at Lujo is one and two, right? Of course. Wouldn't he be and three? And in his third. Mm. I don't know. Eddie Garcia is pretty well loved by... Well, that's, by, that's why it's arguable. There's third or fourth. Well, um, here's another, another point that wasn't brought up and hasn't been brought up much. What Real Madrid fans were most concerned about was the fact that Courtois wasn't playing. And Lunin is a, is a kid who's been shaky. And you guys didn't really test him. didn't him. test him. Yeah. Like, I would have been just shooting, like, <laughs> as much as I Obviously. possibly could to just see if he could spill it. He's going to give up some rebounds. Not, not enough of that. No. None. It was, I was, inf- it was frustrating. I was infuriated. It was infuriating. It was infuriating. This is the word infuriating. Infuri- oh my infuriating. Did you see uh, Angelotti's quote when he was asked about, I'm doing this, by the way. This is like the the alternative is like my face just goes half off the camera, but I can. I, I see it now. Now you're just hiding it. Well, this is now where you're I can. This side, is the only place smooching. I can fit it. It's right here. So it's <laughs> that's either. <laughs> that's what he said, right, Kia? All right, listen. <laughs> this is the best option. Pick your poison. So, right. did you did you see what Ancelotti so, said when he was asked after the game 
if it if this could have been a goleada, goleada. Una goleada. No, I didn't see. What did he say? Because the journalist asked him, uh, "Could you could have gone for the revenge for the four 0 You could have scored more goals." And he said, "Yeah." And he, his answer yeah. was, "We we want three points and not a thrashing." I thought that was a great answer. I would be. I would be disappointed if I would be. I of course, you would be, and that's be the like, point. What? That's the difference. No, of course, I think all Real Madrid fans would want it more, right? But um, of course, I just think that this Real yeah, Madrid. Yeah, I. I think you know. I there's also a universe though, where you keep pushing for like four nil, five nil. You open up a little bit, maybe you take the line a bit higher. You start to to punch a little bit more. But then you maybe just concede one or two goals in transition too. And so I'm pretty happy with not giving them Bailey and Rafinha the space that they maybe would have had if you did that, made that decision. So I think it was ultimately the correct call because it ends in a uh, W. <clears throat> that's all that matters. You don't you don't want to know what a uh, like a una manita, a six two tastes like or four nil or you don't want to know. It's it's just take the win. Be happy. <laughs> Do I want to come back and say I think I would rather just taste the trophies instead? Oh. What are you guys going to win then this year? La Liga's in the bag. Do you feel like uh, that's it? We're going to lose against Elche and then get lose. Do you see this Barca then compete for La Liga or what? Yeah. that This doesn't change. The fact that we beat one Clasico doesn't change the fact that it's still going to come down to these two teams. I thought, like, Ewan got a little bit crazy last night on the podcast. He said that, oh, you know, Atletico are only one point back of Barca now. <laughs> uh, and I was like, what? I, I thought, I, I was like, that can't be true. But it is, I guess. So, but there's no way. I think it's still going to be down to these two, and it's going to come down to the wire regardless of what happens. So, um, Hey, Atletico, listen. Uh, big win. Poor big Atletico. Win. We expect to get talked about. more. Eh? Never get talked about, but yeah, yeah big I mean, win. They have their own problems. There's the whole shit. They're only going three on points behind Felix Barca. They're three the points, not one point. I don't know why he said one point. Maybe he, maybe I don't know, but it's three points back of Barca. Look, it's the first loss of the season. I mean, Ter Stegen had only conceded one goal up until that point, and we had been unbeaten. You know, seven consecutive wins, and that's the thing. Like, you know, we should focus on the positives, as in at least in La Liga. We were on a good spell, you know. But this uh, is... We're still in it. Like, like, I don't want loser mentality to creep in either, you know. Excuse me, but uh, certain comments after the game, <clears throat> after the Inter game, when they were said, they don't necessarily inspire neither. And confidence heading into this Clásico, like, this has to stop. We cannot be crying at a halftime, you know, against Liverpool because uh, we're winning and we're, we're actually advancing to the next round and out scared like you know the same cannot this 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 mentality right this poisonous cannot infect neither into this very young team with different players uh, in, in different stages in their career where like all of a sudden now these players start stop believing that they can win la liga and it's over you know like um no uh, can't no that's that true but i think it's and this is where Ch- chavi has to come in and changes change the way he approaches these big games because and, and you and i didn't get a chance to talk uh after that mm-hmm. inter barca game but this is the point i was have been making is that you've conceded one goal in nine games in la liga before the classico and now in four games against barca inter real madrid it's been 10 goals in four games conceded instead of nine goals in one. Wait, wait, wait. Barca, Inter, and Real Madrid. You mean the, the two Inter games? Plus Bayern, plus Real Madrid. That's 10 goals. Three games th- you're talking about. Two Inter games. One Bayern, huh. one Real Madrid. 10 goals in four games. Whereas the other teams that yeah. can't can't damage you right, the way right. these, these bigger teams can. Yeah, it's one and nine. nine one and nine, yeah. And that's where I think the criticism is really fair. Yeah. Is that now that may not like if you're gonna just only right. want to win La Liga, then you don't need to worry about <laughs> that, maybe. Okay. 
Right. Now, but also, let's again then bring up that these games happened after the uh, international break. Not all of them. Bayern. When the wings out, Memphis was out, Bayerin. Huh? Not Bayern the Bayern was after, one. No? Can't remember. I forget it was. There Either way, that can't be the excuse. Like, okay, like we had an international break too. Everyone had the international break. No, you. I think you're right. You're right. No, yeah, I know. But look at the injuries we picked up during that time: Christensen, Kunde, Araujo, Frankie, Memphis, Bellerin. You can't use, but still, like I understand that. Yeah, that sucks. But. There's obviously like clear tactical issues too in those big games, apart from the players. I also had something else right. I wanted to say because right now yeah. a big topic in Barcelona fan base is Busquets can't start as a single pivot. And like, well, okay, this is not the same Busquets. What's the alternative? Frank Kessie can't play that role. Um, De Jong is not a six. You guys just all, all go Alonso, Alonso Christensen, Araujo... One second. Sorry, Kian. Alonso Christensen Araujo Kunde was our backline. You're you're correct. Against Bayern. <clears throat> you're correct, sorry. Now you're saying about number six? <laughs> yeah, just that you guys don't have a a, a Busquets backup. Everyone's like Busquets. Frankie needs start. to play there. That's not Frankie his role. needs to play there. He's he look. He played in a double pivot in Ajax in the Dutch national team. Then I think the, the solution is to, if he can play in central defense. If he can be played in central defense, then he can play in that position as well. It's a, it's a like the thing is. It's not that the Frankie's strength is to drive the ball forward as the eight and progress the ball. I think if you if you're gonna play if you're gonna bench Busquets, I think you have to move to a double pivot, and that would make sense. So you don't have to have a play with a six, but play like. If you want to play Kessier, put him in double pivot. Same thing with Frankie. Um, mm. That's just my argument. So I, I just don't think playing a 4-3-3 with Busquets on the bench because no one else can do what Busquets does, even though Busquets is not the same player he used to be. Um, well, I mean, the natural backup, quote-unquote natural, because according to his dad, he's not. that's not his position. I'm talking about Nico. Nico Gonzalez loaned out to Valencia. That was the idea for Xavi was, I'm going to play you there. That's going to be Nico your Nico wanted to go, and right? Nico wanted to go. He said, I'm not going to get enough minutes because Busquets will play too many, too many minutes. And he said, no, I will play you. But he wanted to go. Can we leave with this one thing? Because I see you're rolling up and it's almost eight. Um, I'm not. So, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not rolling nothing. It's, oh. it's a Monday. Oh, this is, okay. I'm playing with the this, tapon. Okay. Um, you guys always complain the Real PR machine Ballon d'Or oh yeah Gavi's gonna win the I think it's called the Copa Trophy yes yes apparently that's that's some solid Barcelona propaganda right there we got it baby at least they're fair somewhere well you guys didn't think really think Chuamani was gonna get it right i always told you gabby's better i don't even think Chuamani's eligible i think but i think it had to have been bellingham or musiala hmm. gabby baby gabby's a special talent man he's the real deal and he's gonna annoy the fuck out of you guys for the next 12 years or you at least somebody thinks you so. think he's actually or at least good somebody enough. thinks so the guy like literally he was obliterated yesterday so. off the bench. Why 12 years? I don't know. Just a number. Man, give him time. You just bouncing he's off. He's going to be amazing. Bouncing off Mendy. Like bouncing Gabi, off man. Benzema. I'm the, I'm the, Gabi, I'm the Gabi PR machine. I'm the Gabi PR machine. You think, you think Gabi will be on Barcelona? Over or under? What are the chances Bar Gabi is going to be a Barcelona player in three years? Or is he going to be playing for like, I don't know, this Valencia? He's going to be the next uh, Xavi Niesta. He's, he's, he's going to be a one club. Like He'll go somewhere later. You have that high expectations for him, huh? Yeah, of course. 
This is great. What? What? Why are you so? Uh, why I do just, I I'm just, I'm just ready for you to be disappointed with him. That's all. Why? I just why? think he's a little bit overhyped. Okay, but time will tell. I mean, like you can, you can, you can have that. I mean, that that's that's your hope, kind of like that's what you hope for, that we're going to be disappointed. But you know, this this kid has been playing at Barca since uh, a long time, like nearly a decade. Yeah, nearly a decade, I think it is. Like, At least since I seven can, years, eight years, uh, since he was since he's ten, he's been playing at Barca since he's ten. Yeah, that doesn't make him good. Lucas Vasquez. No, that, that, that makes him Nacho loyal. Been, though. He's, yeah, he's loyalty, loyalty. Okay, loyalty is a different discussion. But you're talking about him leaving, like you, as if you know something, as if he's no, like, not that he would leave. Madrid, he wouldn't. No, no, no. He wouldn't leave on his own. I'm just saying, like, is he good enough to be? I don't know. Like, like to me, well, like. Time will tell. I think so far, so good. Yeah, I like what I see. Like to me, Pedri is like just special. Also. I don't. I don't believe. I personally don't believe Pedri is overhyped at all. I think Pedri is amazing. Um, right. But I just feel like the the Gavi and the Eric Garcia are just a little a tier below. Is my assessment of it. Uh, well, you you can argue that. I wouldn't necessarily dispute that, but I would also not put Gavi and Eric Garcia this moment in time in the same category. So would you go Gavi is, Pedri, is, is Gavi, is Eric Garcia in that order? Sure, sure. If you want to, you know, go from gold, silver, bronze. All right. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Uh, how's Pablo Torre, the guy you said was going to be amazing this year? Is he doing Man. anything? Well, it's it's a tough moment for him to break out into a team where that is already, you know, pretty stacked in the midfield and, and where a lot of young players play, you know, of 18 years of age. Uh, Gavi Pedri. And then Pablo Torre, who is coming, you know, a new fish into a team that is in construction, under construction, sorry. And, and but I, I think if I'm Torre, I'm, I'm probably playing more with Barça Atletic right now. I'm trying to win the youth champion. Oh, no, wait. Yeah, he's 18. So he would, he would, he should qualify for it. He, so he's just, he's, he's playing, playing, is he playing regularly with the youth team right now? I honestly no. Don't I think no. He's only played one game, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's had that, and then the nine minutes in the Champions League. Mm. So it's uh, it's 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 a frust- must be frustrating for him. Uh, I know that there have been talks between him and and Xavi. We'll see if you're talking about a player that maybe will not be as patient and loyal. Then then talk about a Pablo Torre. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to get minutes right now in the midfield on this team, being young as well. So, let's see. All right, Diego. I think we got to wrap it up here because I gotta do a lot of work tonight, and uh, right, you know it's getting late for you. So, still in your okay. work clothes. Usually, you have time to to change into more casual attire before the yeah. podcast. Uh, yes. You and I will talk. F- it's my new look now. Looks good. You you and I will talk Thursday, right? Over on patreon.com slash churros y tacticas. Always. Yeah. And all the stuff that Diego wasn't allowed to say, he's going to say in that episode. <laughs> all of the stuff. That was pretty candid. Yeah. I think you could go. You, there was a level. There was another level you could have gone to, though. Sure. Or at least, no, or at more least I could have asked you more questions that you could have answered. I could have. I'm going to oh, ask, okay. I'm gonna ask right. you some hard hitting questions on Thursday about Chavi. <laughs> We gotta get to the, we gotta eating. get to the bottom of this. 
All right. Well, this was pleasurable, as always. We ripped the Band-Aid off. Again, congratulations, Madridista. So us out there one more time. Congrats. You guys are the deserved winners of What's this that? edition, the first edition of this season's Classico. <laughs> yeah. The first official nah, you one. Guys won it's the... a 1-1, one, one, you... of course. I'm taking a preseason. <laughs> um, so it's 1-1 one, one right now. <laughs> so good. We'll, we'll okay, see one, when one. the next one will be the decider. We'll even give that to you just to like, you know. For this season. Right. Yeah. It's 3-2 overall on aggregate. 1-0 in Vegas. Spirit. And then 3-1 in the burnabout. <laughs> exactly burn right. There you it's go. It's 3-2. 3-2. Fair. Fair. <clears throat> fair. Fair. Cool. All right, man. Justice on churros. It was good chat. All things considered, this was. together in love. Peace and love. All things considered, this was the least saltiest post-classical churros we've done, I think. Good. Good, the, good, good. the peak well, you, of I, it. I'll be honest. You 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 boosted me in my spirits. I have good. I have not smiled in the, the past twenty four hours. So thank you. <laughs> the the peak of it was the peak of the tension was probably that the one where you said you were closer to the one one than the two no. <laughs> that was like the Mourinho versus Pep of the that. churros. That was uh, as bloody as it got. Stand by that. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Diego. It was fun. Talk Thursday. Thanks, buddy. Peace out. Peace, peace. Social Podcast Network. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%.